Hello, welcome to Helen Talks Who. I'm Helen and today let's talk about Planet of the Ood. I want to start by talking about Donna, um, specifically toward the start of this episode. So the episode has one of those opening themes that I really like where we have the companion being super enthusiastic for one of their first trips in the TARDIS. Um, and Donna is just, even though she's come straight from, you know, Pompeii, which as we discussed in, in, in the last episode was, you know, quite a traumatising uh, event in some ways, she's still enthusiastic for the idea of um, seeing a different planet, which is good, because otherwise, why is she travelling with the Doctor? Um... But they still managed to make it feel a little bit different to what we've seen before by having this genuine enthusiasm and then she steps out of the door and it morphs into the, oh wait, it's actually really cold out here joke. Which is nice. It's good to ring the changes. You don't... As much as I love the scenes where the companions and the Doctor enthuse about the first outer space trip or time travel trip um you don't want them all to sound to feel the same you know um and i may be reading a bit too much in but that to me has a kind of parallel with the episode of the whole with donna going from enthusiasm to oh actually this is the reality of the thing because um, the episode of the whole, you know, I mean, they find the uh, dead ood fairly quickly. So, you know, th- they do know that something is up. But there is a certain amount of excitement about, oh, yeah, let's break into this uh, in into this uh, complex and with with the other salespeople and, and, and that kind of thing, which obviously then once they're inside the complex they realize you know what's going on and they realize the scale of viewed slavery and and all of that and uh again they have to confront the reality of the world that they've landed into and yeah for me that that little opening theme paralleled the overall kind of episode arc which is neat um at the start of the episode we also have donna again she's diving into time travel because they find the dying ood and she yes she had the moment of oh my goodness what is that which fair enough um but she shakes it off and then gets on with comforting the ood and um and then later at the presentation um just walking straight up to one of the ood and being like are there any are there any of you who are you know free and in in the wild um which is good i like that she's you know she's not just following the doctor she's she's using her own instincts which is good um but 
yeah, she, so she sort of, she dives straight into, in, into uh, this time and space travel, but she goes through a lot in her first few episodes. Um, you have partway through the episode when they see the unprocessed ood, she specifically says to the doctor, like, I was looking for you because I thought it was wonderful out here. I want to go home. Um, which is interesting. I don't... I don't know how often we see the companion go, oh, actually, I kind of want to go home. We saw Rose get homesick in, in, in End of the World. Um... Martha, not so much, but then there's the whole one more trip thing, so she kind of thinks she is going home. Um, but yeah, there's, there's something there about, like, she's, she's, the, she's, she's an ideal companion in my book because she really sort of, um, really, like, engages with it all but yeah in the last couple of episodes she's she's been faced with the reality of what it's like she's she's not going into traveling with the doctor blind I suppose I mean she never has been because even in her first adventure with the Ratnos she she saw the danger you know she was tied up in a spider web above a pit of um hungry spiders so it's interesting um it's a lot for a first couple of trips in the TARDIS um which yeah I'm not sure if uh if if there's any if there's anywhere else to go with that or if um or if it might be something that I kind of bear in mind in the next few episodes of you know is it just that those two episodes just happen to be really uh dark first couple of episodes or is this something that keeps happening particularly I'm wondering about like you know whether there's a link with Donna's fate at the end of the series whether the fact that she has a few dark episodes does link to that in some ways. I, I'm I'm not sure. I'll have a think. As well as thinking about Donna individually, I want to discuss the Doctor and Donna's roles in this episode. Because normally, a Doctor Who episode, TARDIS lands, they get out, companion and the doctor uh, get embroiled in event in events and they usually steer the event to their resolution you know they usually save the day or um or make it worse make the monsters actually start doing stuff or or something like they they're usually active participants um but in this episode they really are observers and I think this does uh, fit with sort of what the episode is covering with um, viewed and, and slavery and stuff. But yeah, they they don't actually save the day in the end. 
not really. Um, they just happened to land on the Oud sphere at the time when the Friend of the Oud plan and Oud Sigma's plan are both kind of reaching critical mass. Um, so rather than the Doctor and Donna affecting the Oud and, and the events on the Oud sphere, you have it the other way around. What what they see of the Oud here affects them. Um, you know, to the extent that Donna's going, not sure I want to continue travelling with you. And, and you've also got the quote from Donna of um, being with you, I can't tell what's right and what's wrong anymore. She's um, really sort of questioning herself, I suppose. Um, yeah, so the... You don't have the Doctor and the Companion affecting events. You have eff events affecting them. They do, um, like, they do have a role in the episode. They, um, they show empathy to the Ood, which is not nothing. It's, um, it is important, I think, in, in, in the, um, in, in the kind of scheme of things. Because, so what I was thinking when I was watching is that the Doctor and Donna being observers here, it kind of fits with that element of the episode of the story where you have this, this idea that the people who are being served by the Ood, they're not asking why, where the Ood come from and they're not asking how they've ended up serving them. Um, it's that idea of like the people of the galaxies are turning this deliberate blind eye so in this episode we have the Doctor and the Companion who are of course our audience viewpoint we have them observing this re revolution they're not they don't spark it off it's not the Doctor and Donna's arrival that's that that sparks off the uh, the the revolution of the Ood. It it's a pure coincidence. Um yeah, there's definitely there's definitely something there. And the other element, um so near the end when they're in warehouse fifteen with the um with the Ood brain, um when Halpin, he kills Ryder and then points the gun at the Doctor and Donna and Ood Sigma kind of steps in the way and offers more hair tonic or Ood, Ood fluid, as, as we find out. Um, and the framing of that shot, so you've got um, Halpin starts turning into, turning into the Ood and... Ood Sigma doesn't explain. Um, instead, you've got this shot where you've got Ood Sigma and then kind of over his shoulder, you've got the Doctor. And the Doctor is kind of working it out of what's happening. And the Doctor is sort of narrating um, what Ood Sigma has done. And there's something there with the Doctor kind of being a voice for people that can't speak up 
in that moment. Um, I mean, obviously, like, like I say, the Ood have sorted this plan out themselves. The Ood do their rev revolution. They free themselves in a lot of ways. Like, Ood Sigma's plan, it didn't need to be explained to Halpern. But, um, but yeah, if we're thinking about, like, you know, why are the Doctor and Donna there in storytelling terms? They're there to be observers and to, um, like explain what's happening and yeah there's there's a parallel there with like disseminating you know knowledge of unfair practices around the people that benefit from said practices there's there's definitely some kind of link there um now the one thing that where it does look like the doctor saves the day is he does break the circle around the Ood raid he, he, he does sort of pull the switch there but he specifically asked Sigma will you allow me the honour which to me kind of implies that Sigma was going to do that himself Sigma was just waiting for help and turn into an Ood to essentially be disarmed and was going to sort out the breaking of the circle and themselves um the doctor yeah the doctor specifically asks um he doesn't go oh no I'm the only person that can do it he he says do you mind if I pull the switch on this one which um now this one of the reasons I'd sort of been thinking about this as, as I went through the episode was I think I'd seen it I had seen it pointed out like um the initial spark for this was not entirely original. I had seen it pointed out somewhere that the Doctor and Donna don't do much in this episode. So I had that in mind while watching. Um, because what makes that slightly ironic is the final scene, when they say goodbye, certainly on previous watches, it's always seemed like the traditional scene where the you know grateful people that have been saved say thank you to the doctor and 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 the, when the doctor's actually done something but in this case he obviously hasn't so I was thinking about like why do we have that theme you know because the doctor and Donna haven't influenced events significantly here and what I think is going on is I think, first of all, they're, you know, thanking the Doctor and Donna for their friendship, which, yeah, fair enough. But I wonder, because they specifically say that the Doctor Donna will be remembered, and we know that they can, you know, see glimpses of the future, we, we, we find that out. So I think they're thanking the Doctor and Donna for for future events. I think they can see what the Doctor and Donna are going to do in the uh, in in the final episode of this series, and I think that's what they're thanking them for. I don't think they're referring to this story. Um, that's the only way I can sort of like reconcile that scene with the fact that the Doctor and Donna you know, that who'd save themselves. 
So the scene where they thank them at the end, it, I think it's got to be referring to the series finale and not this story. Um, that's the main thing I wanted to talk about with this episode. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I have an email address for this podcast if anyone has any commentary or wants to get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. The email address is helentalkswho at gmail.com. Next time, I will be talking about the Sontaran Stratagem and the Poison Sky, that two-parter. So we've got Sontarans and Martha and Unit. See ya.